following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. album came out it's got on the front of it a record and a cake and a pizza all stacked up on top of each other right and it was on london records or that was the record label i remember buying this album and you're telling me it's been 50 years since it came out it was released december 5th 1969 wow and uh, I bought it because I was a member of the uh, <coughs> Record Club of America or something like Columbia <laughs> Record Club. And uh, that was their selection for that month. It used to be they you had record clubs that would uh, send you a, a record selection every month if you didn't tell them you didn't want it. And that's how I got this album. My dad had this album, and I, mean, I I didn't get it at the time when I got into his record collection. I was only 10 years old. I didn't know anything about, really, about the Stones at that time or Vietnam or what this album, Let It Bleed, what it reflected. And you look from the time period when it was released, when they start recording in 1968 through 1969, and you know this better than everybody in this room, how violent of an era that was when you had yeah. Vietnam and Robert Kennedy was assassinated, Martin Luther King, and then... Uh, you had Woodstock protest in the Vietnam War, and then 69 was the Manson family murders. That's another thing I wanted yeah. to put in there. It all reflected, and the Stones reflected all this time period in this album. And I always thought it was kind of amusing that this was the Stones. It was thought to be the Stones' response to the Beatles' Let It Let It Be. Really? Yeah, yeah. but it's a way different album. It really is. I, it, I'm it, trying to remember some of the the songs that were on oh we're, we're going to go through them this hour okay. but the way i the way i i categorize this album at least in my head it's it's everything right about rock and roll country music and the blues and it's everything wrong with the world at the time right but yeah we're, we're going to go through some of these and it's either what day you catch me on is either my favorite album of all time or my second favorite album <laughs> of all time but I, I i think this is just a fantastic album all the way through What's the other album in the top two? Stones XL on Main Street. There you go. Okay. I never got into that one. But this one's got Midnight Rambler on it, uh, which I hope you'll play. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to play that one. And then it's got a country version of Honky Tonk Women. Yeah, there's some history behind that one. They did that one out of, I believe they did that one out of Rebellion because they wanted to put the original on either. No, I'm sorry. The country version called Country Honk, which is Honky Tonk Women, that's the version they wanted to release as a single, but the record label wouldn't let them do it. So they're kind of like, you know what, we're going to do it anyway. And apparently, Graham Parsons made that arrangement for them. That's the history behind Country Honk, which is awesome. Yeah. All right, Mike, we got some stories here. U.S. hiring strengthened in November, fueling expansion. Employers add 266,000 jobs. Unemployment rate drops to 50-year low of 3.5%. The numbers were just off the chart. blew it blew it out of the water. Um, you know the the expectation was 
a, a lot lower um, than the 266,000 that were added. I mean, the the workers are doing well. Um, uh, employment, I mean, unemployment is at a 50-year low. Unbelievable. 50-year low. I mean, yeah. come on. Um, you know, wages are going up, but not so much that you're seeing a lot of uh, inflation. Um, you know, you're you're seeing uh, people that are in below middle class that are being elevated up. Yes, um, and it, it's 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 the opposite of what a, a lot of these liberals are wanting to do, which is right. take everything down. You know, yes. the lowest common denominator, and yeah. there th- this is elevating people up in life. Um, uh, one other number that was just incredible to me. Um, the the number of people that were not actively see- seeking employment, look at it o- uh, over a year's time, <clears throat> fell by 432,000, uh, which is a 27% year-over-year decline. Really? I mean, that's just, it's it's amazing. I mean, the, the consumer's doing well because the employment numbers are so good. Yeah. Uh, which shows that you can find a job in this economy. Yes, yes. If you are actively looking, yes, you can find a job. Wages were up 3.1% from a year earlier, down from a recent peak of 3.4% in February. The gains well outpace inflation, but are modest relative to other periods with historically low unemployment. There are various reasons why wages might not be growing faster, including lackluster productivity growth and the retirement of highly paid baby boomers. Right. Um, the one point there, uh, the wages are you know outpacing inflation. Yeah. That right there, that's that's key. I mean, that's good. People are you know you have fuel costs that are low right yeah. now. Um, you know the 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 trade issues are having some effect on the economy, right? But these numbers right here, and this is this is why the market reacted. I, I think like it did yesterday, because on Tuesday you had uh, uh, the comments that were made. Well, we could wait until after the 2020 election to have a yeah. resolution with China, and then Wednesday, you know, it came out that you know their trade talks were still progressing, right? But then this comes out and is saying, look. The economy's good with what's going on right now, with the right. trade issues we're having right now. That's right. Um, and how, how much better will it be if they get resolved? Exactly, exactly. So yesterday, uh, the S&P was up uh, uh, 0.91. The Dow was up 1.22%. Um, mm-hmm. So f- for the week, the markets were basically flat for the yeah. week. But we were able, um, with new uh client money that's been coming in uh on tuesday we were we were buying things right um because you know it's it's noise noise impacts the markets in the short run and we're trying to take advantage of a buying opportunity exactly so um anyway i think that's amazing news based on all the turmoil that's been going on politically yeah, uh, with the impeachment process taking place. <laughs> Maybe we should do this more often. <laughs> I mean, it's, you, you look at <clears throat> all the impeachment stuff. Um, the market has not reacted. We had a client ask us to try to give us our, give our opinion who is definitely from the different side of the aisle than what we are. <laughs> and I think she wanted to start an argument uh, or get something going like that. And, and we told her, let Congress decide. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's amazing how the market's kind of looking through that one lens. I mean, in terms of looking past the impeachment, um, I mean, there's really not been a lot of impact on the market. Right. The trade has, yeah. uh, but not not the impeachment thing. Yeah, no, it hasn't. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Venezuela. Shut down. February 2019. Green New Deal. Blackface and the Klansman. Jesse Smollett. Medicare for all. I am not a trolley citizen. Bill Barr is.
the Attorney General. Welcome to 2020. Michael Cohen. News Radio 630 WLAP. I'm Tom Dupree, Jr. Your retirement investment portfolio is too important to be managed by a one-size-fits-all menu of mutual funds or annuities at the other end of an 800 number or a website. Dupree Financial Group is local, right here on Main Street in Lexington. We specialize in individually managed, not mass-produced investment accounts. If you have a 401k or IRA, we can handle the rollover for you and generally have your money ready to invest within 10 to 12 business days. We design an individual account just for you, our client. Once your plan is implemented, we try to meet with you twice a year to review your plan and make changes if needed. This ensures that any concerns or questions you may have about your money are answered in a timely fashion. Call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a free review and be sure to listen to Tom Dupree on the weekends at News Radio 630 WLAP. 630 WLAP. This is the honky-tonk version, or the country version of honky-tonk women that is on the Let It Bleed album that came out 50 years ago. Correct. And this is the way honky-tonk women was supposed to sound. This is what the way they wanted to do it. And, well, and they, I, they put the word Jackson in there for yeah, Memphis. Yeah. This is, these are the original lyrics that they had. What happened was, is that when they were recording this, they had to bring in Mick Taylor because they had just fired Brian Jones in July of 69 or June. He died in July of 69. They bring in Mick Taylor in and he completely rearranged it to the version that we all know about today. Yeah. This arrangement was, it, it was arranged by Graham Parsons and come to find out they brought him in to do the arrangement in trade for the Flying Burrito Brothers to cover the Stones' Wild Horses. Really? Yeah, that's how that that's all worked out. Graham Parsons was a force to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah, he was. While he was around, he didn't stay around very long due to his drugs and alcohol uh, problems. John Short, we welcome John Short to the Tom Dupree Show. John, what do you think about that version of Honky Tonk Women? You like that? Yeah, it's not real country like Lorraine Lane country or Ernest Tubby country. It's not a real country, I don't think. Yeah. It's not real country? No, we need somebody like Lorraine Lane, Ernest Tubby Twitty, and Johnny Cash, Thompson, y'all that kind of country, a lot of real climate country. Yeah, that's good. Well, John, what's going yeah. on? What's going on with you? Oh, not a whole lot. Most people are going on. I think it's just a bunch of joke. It's a, it's a show what it is. Yeah, it's not real in here. It's not real in hearing. Yeah, the you're talking about impeachment. Yes. You think they're going to impeach the president? I don't know, but he, even if he's not, he'll be reelected again in 2020. Yeah, if he doesn't get removed from office by the Senate, which I, I hope think Mr. Huh? which I hope doesn't happen. I don't think Mr. Tom Reuben is saying. I don't think. I don't think he'll do that. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. what what are we gonna we playing today? Yeah, play your favorite Dixon today. We're by forty biggins. Forty biggins. All right. Yep. Did you did you see uh, did Louisville win last night? Yeah, you won that. Thought pick for Sunday shouldn't happen. Pick first and one. They came with sure beating Chris Max, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Well. Uh, th- yeah, they did win. Louisville beat Pittsburgh. Well, we got to jump, John. Uh, you're a great American. You're a great American. Thank you for calling. Welcome. All right. Go ahead. 
you all were talking in the first uh, hour, you know, about being thankful. Yeah. I, I just got to I gotta say this. I am thankful to be here this morning. Are you? I, I am. I am. I mean, you, you think, I mean, I get to work in an industry that's challenging. Yeah. I get to work with people that I learn from that. You're you know, not talking about me. I'm talking about everybody, oh, especially okay. you. No, but I mean, seriously, I mean, I get to come on here and talk on the radio. I mean, you kidding me? I mean, it just really, I'm. I'm I'm thankful to be here this morning. That's great. I'm I'm glad you're saying that because uh, you know sometimes uh, we get used to things yeah. in our lives and we just take them for granted. But uh, it it is a great thing to to be able to discuss the things that we can. One of which is. Figuring out the dividend yield of a mutual fund is harder than you think. Yep. That's, uh, you know, we use mutual funds sometimes in client accounts, especially when we can't use something else. But the dividend yield of that fund is very hard to quantify. That's right. When you look at a mutual fund, um, you know, Look on Morningstar, it'll have a yield. Um, now, there will be several types of yield. You have to know yeah. what you're looking at. So there's an SEC yield, for example. Um, and then there will be a 12-month yield. Um, and the numbers will be totally different from one another. Uh, so th this was an article in Barron's, and they were just – they picked, you know, a half dozen – uh, uh, funds just to illustrate this. So one of them was the Vanguard Dividend Growth Fund. Yeah. Um, it has an SEC yield of 1.9%, right. but then it also has a 12-month yield of 5.2%. So which one is it? Um, yeah. So the way they calculate, the SEC yield is a 30-day look back. So it looks at what has been paid by the fund over the last 30 days problem with that that can overstate or understate yeah. the yield because of course. the you know some companies pay quarterly some pay monthly some pay annually some don't pay but when you're looking at the sec yield that's not necessarily what you're going to get paid yep. next month or the month thereafter a 12 month yield which in this case is a 5.2 percent that takes into account not only dividends, interest payments, it also takes into account capital gains. Yep. So, uh, like, for example, you could have a growth fund that technically doesn't have uh, yield uh, dividends that actually has a 12-month yield to it. Because of paying out capital gains? Because of paying out the capital gains. Uh, it, it yeah, that's very... Um misleading it, it, it is now the reason they the sec implemented the the uh the sec yield um they actually did that in 1988 it was interesting um but um they wanted to standardize the reporting across the board for yeah. mutual funds i get that that's fine but when you're looking at it from a practical application how do you build a plan on something that isn't a good predictor of what's going to happen in the future. Exactly, it, It's like saying, you know, you, you look at a car that has a sticker that has, you know, it gets 30 miles per gallon. Well, that miles per gallon only works if you do exactly these certain things. It's not, it's not, you're not going to get 30 right. miles per gallon. That's right. Same thing with the SEC yield. You may get that, you may not, but you can't build a, a especially if you're looking to take income. So what's the alternative? From using a mutual fund yield, the the way we do it is, the way we do it is the alternative. No, but yes, um, with individual stocks, when we sit down with a client, we say this is what the price movement of the stock yeah. has been, but this is what the dividends and the interest payments. Right, you know exactly what the income that's being generated is. You can make. Uh, uh, predictions you can build a plan when you know exactly uh what you're going to get paid you know we, right. we 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 provide just to give a little insight to the listeners when we sit down with our clients you know roughly every six months show a statement that shows 
what the, the total return has been, which includes dividends, interest, and then price movement. So it breaks it out. But then we show one that shows what the estimated annual income is over yeah. the next year. So if you're a client of ours and you're taking – three percent four percent of your portfolio a year you can use as dividends as yes as, distribution. as distributions we can look at that estimated annual income report and say okay your distributions are more than likely going to be covered from the dividends, dividends. that that is it's frustrating sometimes to try to explain to people and i understand that not everybody understands investments because they're not into that or they've never been trained in it. But it's frustrating to explain to people when they, when let's say that it's not frustrating when they get it. <coughs> it's frustrating when they don't get it. <laughs> the difference between taking your distributions from the dividends that are being produced on one hand and taking your distributions from growth of principal on the other hand. Dividend payments do not reduce principal. It's like a rental house. It's like an orchard that you're taking apples out of. You're taking your distribution from the fruits of owning whatever that thing is. Right. The other uh, approach, which is actually the one that's most followed by most financial institutions, is investing for growth and taking your distributions out of that growth. The problem with that approach is that when growth stops growing, you're now taking your distributions out of a decreasing amount of money when you're in a down market and you're actually selling when things are down. Whereas with dividend uh, payments, you're, you're taking your dividends regardless of what the market's doing. Right. And you have the ability, because you're not forced to sell during that downtime, you have the ability to buy more of these dividend payers, more. which hopefully will go back up in price, but you're going to be getting a higher income because you're buying more buying shares cheaper. at a lower price, which has a higher yield. But it, you've got to admit, it's frustrating to try to explain it to people and they don't understand it. Right. It's, they think when the stock market goes down, the dividends go down. Right. It. It's, it's it's perseverance. <laughs> you have to keep, keep playing. Mon you're playing monkey man. Stay with us. It. It's the Tom Dupree show. News Radio 630 WLAP. Genesis Diamonds in Louisville gives you the best reason ever to shop early this holiday season. Now through Sunday, save an extra 25% off all earrings, 25% off all pendants, and 25% off all bracelets. Hi, it's Tom Leach, and these are the most popular gifts for women, and they're all on sale this week only. So make the drive to Louisville and save big. Genesis has thousands of pairs of earrings, 25% off. Diamond stud earrings, diamond hoops, dangling earrings, earrings with sapphires and rubies and emeralds, best price ever at Genesis. Plus case after case of gorgeous pendants, journey pendants, circle pendants, diamond crosses, all diamond necklaces. Shop early and save 25% off this week only. And you can never go wrong with a stunning bracelet. Tennis bracelets, bangles, sapphire and diamond bracelets, cuff bracelets, stackable bracelets. Genesis has them all, all on sale now. Whatever your budget, from 200 to 200,000, make this one an unforgettable Christmas with a visit to my friends at Genesis Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kentucky Wildcats in Louisville on Shelbyville Road. Chris Stapleton's Concert for Kentucky, an outlaw state of kind benefit, April 25th. The first concert ever at Kroger Field. Chris Stapleton with special guests. On the road again. Willie Nelson and family. Just can't wait to get on the road Cheryl again. Crow. All I want to do is have some fun. And Yola. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. The U.S. 
making a prisoner swap. The White House announcing 38-year-old American and Princeton grad student Xie Wong was accused of espionage by the Iranian government and has been released. He was accused while studying overseas in 2016. The Swiss helping negotiate that release in exchange for an Iranian scientist. ABC's Julia McFarlane is at the Foreign Desk in London. Meanwhile, in the U.S., Masoud Soleimani, an Iranian scientist who was arrested in a Chicago airport and convicted last year for violating trade sanctions against Iran, was flown to Zurich. The Foreign Minister of Iran, Javad Zarif, was there to meet him, tweeting, many thanks to all engaged, particularly the Swiss government. The FBI now heading the investigation into the deadly shooting rampage at Naval Air Station Pensacola in Florida yesterday. Mohammed al-Shamrani, an Air Force pilot with Saudi Arabia, was here in the U.S. to train. He was identified as the gunman who killed three and injured eight others before officers killed him. I'm Michelle Franz in ABC News. After a bit of a cold start to this Saturday morning, we're looking at much better conditions for the afternoon. Mostly sunny skies peaking out with a few clouds from time to time. But overall, winds uh, staying more on the calm, somewhat mild side out there from time to time. Highs jumping into the mid to upper 40s. That's where we're supposed to be, and the good thing is we're staying mostly dry throughout the day. I'm Ben KYT, Jerome's down in Burston, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. No matter where we are in life, our health deserves personalized care. I needed an orthopedic surgeon. I needed a primary care physician. I needed a GI doctor. A neurosurgeon. A pediatrician. A urologist. Ear, nose, and throat doctor. A cardiologist. A dermatologist. I needed an OBGYN. Lexington Clinic for personalized care. Your doctors for life. Let me ask, do you have discomfort or problems with your knee, back, or shoulder that makes it hard to live your life and do simple things like work out or even go for a walk? Hi, I'm Donna Taylor founder of CBD Labs. If you're one of the millions that suffer with discomfort, you really need to try CBD Labs, the gold standard in CBD. CBD Labs is full-spectrum CBD, tested in FDA labs and goes to work in just minutes. My knee and shoulder discomfort was so frustrating I had trouble moving around. So we researched CBD from the hemp plant that contains no THC and created the most concentrated CBD product available. It works so well, we guarantee it. Problem solved. So call now to find out how to get a free bottle of CBD Labs. Oh, yeah, we also created an ebook on everything and anything CBD that is your free gift. To get your free bottle of CBD Lab CBD oil, call 800 480 9362. That's 800-480-9362. Free bottles for a limited time. Call now. 800 480 9362 That's 800 I love this song. This is my favorite song on the whole album. I just... Now, they do this on... I think it's Get Your Yaya's Out. Yeah, uh, and I was, I was going it, back it's, and forth. It's a much more... This is a more kind of a bouncy version. That's more of a rock and roll version of it. Yeah, uh, the version on Get Your Yaya's Out. And I was going back and forth. I didn't know to play the original or the live version that they recorded in November 69 at Madison Square Garden. It's a yeah. real dark, gritty, yeah. dirty version. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and it, it's I really do enjoy that version of it. But this album, it, it's a very dark album for the Stones. It is. I told I was, my dad and I were talking about this the other day. I said, you know, if you took the '60s and you buried it, this album playing on top of the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a pretty good way of looking at it my dad looked at me he's like god you've really studied this stuff don't you I said, yeah. yeah get a life 
I've got a life. I, this, I'm, this, this I'm, is I'm, my distraction. This is my therapy. I'm, I'm messing yeah, with you. I know. It's like one time we had this person come into the office, and they were like in their 30s. And uh, they were saying, you know, do I have enough saved up for retirement? And they seemed real troubled by all this. And I finally said, go live life. You know, don't worry about saving yeah. for your retirement right now. Yeah. You know, you need to go out and lose some money. Do something stupid. You know, live a little bit. Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's that was a, an album. It was decidedly different. The earlier Stones songs were almost a little folksy. Uh, so, some of their stuff was like the skiffle movement in in Britain. The uh, it was rock thrown on there with folk and acoustic guitar and that's what the Beatles were influenced by too to some degree and uh, some of the earlier Rolling Stones were more that way this is different yeah and I mean they they kind of they get, we've always talked about this they get it from those blues artists that's how they started off and then in the middle they get a little folksy and then they yeah. full circle around and they had this wonderful blues opera that we're listening to called yeah. Midnight Rambler that's it all right, dividend-paying stocks could be the best long-term growth play. Does it bother you that some of the most dynamic growth stocks, such as Amazon, Facebook, Alphabet, which is the owner of Google, and Netflix, pay no dividends? If you're like most st growth stock investors, the answer is likely no. Well, it just goes right back to the argument that I was just making about taking your distributions from dividends as opposed to from growth. Right. <clears throat> this is this is applying you know our focus is producing that income stream right most people associate that with people that are almost at retirement or in retirement yeah and and that's true that's absolutely true but the same approach can work for people that are in their 30s 20s 40s that are still accumulating if you look back historically value which would typically include dividend-paying stocks, uh, has actually outperformed growth yeah. over the long run. They did a study, and this they, they, they studied the averages, which is interesting, um, but they, they studied the S&P 500 payout ratio um, yeah. and, and in relation to what the growth was. Um, so uh, it says... Uh, you might want to reconsider. Uh, evidence is growing that higher dividend payout ratios, on average, for the for the the indices, are correlated with higher ten year earnings growth rates, not lower ones. Um, so you look back um, in, the, in the different studies, uh, and like for example, April of '09, it had a really high payout ratio because. That was during the financial crisis. Right. Uh, the subsequent 10-year annualized growth rate was 10.7%. August of 2000, payout ratio was about 31% for the S&P 500. The next 10-year annualized growth rate was a negative 1.7%. They looked at it in January of 92, which had a 79% payout ratio. The 10-year annualized growth rate after that was 6.6%. Uh, December of 99... Payout ratio is less than 35%. The next 10 years had a negative 4.3%. Okay. So, so what is that saying? So <clears throat> right now, the the payout ratio right now uh, is about 42%. Payout ratio means that they're paying out in dividends about 42% of what they're earning. Right, exactly. Uh, the long-term 20-year average is about 52%. Um, so we're low. We're low right now. So if you're looking at a market that has currently a, a, a above average PE ratio right now, yeah, and you're looking at a lower payout ratio, which typically equates to lower ten-year annualized returns, okay, growth stocks just from those two metrics are probably not the place you want to be, right? Because in the event of a uh, uh, reversion to the mean, if you will, those are the ones that are going to get hit the hardest. That's right. Um, 
in the event that you, that the market still goes up, if you own dividend-paying value stocks, those will right. probably benefit as well. But you want to protect on the downside. If you protect yeah. more on the downside, you don't have to get those massive returns just to break even. It gets back to an old bond comparison. Growth stocks are like a zero-coupon bond. That's right. You buy it. It pays you no no dividend or no interest, if you will. In the meantime, you hope to sell it at a higher price than you bought it for. And the difference between what you paid and what you sell it for, that's your yield. Mm -hmm. That's your yield to maturity, maturity being the date on which you sold it. So if you held a growth stock for uh, 10 years, you buy it on one day. That's the purchase date. The date you sell it is maturity date. You better hope that after you've been holding it all those years, you're selling it for, for more than you paid for it. Yeah. Because all of your yield is coming out there on the end of the investment. That's right. You're not getting any yield in between. So if it were a bond, your duration would be equal to your maturity date. You're not because duration assumes some return of principal during the holding period. Right. Now, you're probably saying, don't give me a economics description of all this. Don't make this like into a classroom topic. What I'm trying to talk to you about is on your investment, starting to get some money back immediately. That That's where you're starting. Your investment begins to throw off return mm -hmm. immediately, as soon as you buy into it. Mm-hmm. And that lowers your duration. That means that the time during which it takes you to break even. And that's it, your duration. Yeah. Get your money back mm -hmm. is lower. And things that have a lower duration tend to be less sensitive to price movements where, you know, a zero coupon bond, if interest rates go up, it drops the most of any bond. Mm-hmm. It drops way more than a bond that has a coupon attached to it because whether or not interest rates go up or down, that coupon is going to keep paying you something. Right. But, you know, with, with stocks, you have other factors underlying it. You have earnings that underlie it, whereas with a bond, it's just a fixed payment. Mm -hmm. So if earnings were to go up, Regardless of what the market does, there's a chance you could get a higher dividend mm -hmm. down the road. And we've seen that Yes, with a lot of our holdings that we have for our clients. Listen, we're just trying. Listen, you out there. Yeah, wake up. It's you I'm talking to. Yeah. <laughs> you driving down the road. Yeah, come, come on. Focus on me for a second. That's right. You. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to tell you how to get the best return out of your retirement money that's going to put you in the best possible position to earn the most you can. And we believe that you deserve to get a dividend on your money while you wait, if you will. Mm-hmm. Now, every stock that we own will probably someday be for sale at some point. Yep. Gets too expensive. It gets not, it, it drops, what have you. We look at selling things and, and think about an exit strategy the minute we buy. Could it be that we would never sell? Sure. We could be like Warren Buffett that way, but we do think about selling. And when we sell, we'd like to be able to, to return to you your principal and then some. Right. And when you're talking about selling, um, this is a question we get a lot uh, about mark, essentially market timing. You know, how do we react into, you know, yeah. expensive markets, down markets? Will you sell something because the market is expensive? And what you were just explaining is 
we're selective. We look at the yeah. company itself, and essentially what you end up doing, you kind of do market time, but yep. you're not market timing because in an expensive market, if we're looking at our holdings and they're expensive, we'll take some off the table right. and trim it. But we're not. And we've making, been right. It, we've been blessed yeah. to be right. About right. It. But that's not so much market specific as it's been company specific. Exactly. But when you're looking at the the company specifics, you tend to de-risk in an expensive market. Yeah. Uh, because you're looking at something that's expensive, you take some of that, move it to something that's has a uh, an equivalent or better yield that has a better valuation. Right. And but it's like you said, it's specific to the company we're not making a broad call on trade or something like because that's that's a bet yep doing that but if you're looking at the fundamentals of a company you're better off investing than betting right yes explain that betting is putting the money on the horse because you like the color of the uh, jockey's outfit Mm mm-hmm Betting is going on a hunch. Um, betting is classically usually not backed up by research. It tends to be a more lazy way of doing things. I'm just going to go with my gut on this, period. And investing means you're doing research. And you're you're comparing things. Right. So we need to take a break. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Severe tornado. March. Ilan Omar. Anti-Semitism. 2019. Cancer. Time is running out. Crisis at the border. 737 Max. Jussie Smollett. Dismiss the charges. Welcome to 2020. Shifty shift. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. What does a good financial advisor do? Perhaps it comes down to asking the right questions instead of having all the answers. For instance, should I take Social Security now or later? Am I really ready to retire? Is my money invested properly to pay me an income during retirement? These are a few of the questions that might come up in your discussion with a financial advisor. Good questions are what a financial advisor may be able to help you with. You will come up with the answers on your own. If you're not sure about some of these things and need a sounding board, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a complimentary appointment. Also, you can listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859 233 0400. 630 WLAP. I saw her today at the reception. A glass of wine in her hand. I knew she was going to meet her connection. At her feet was. You can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want But if you try sometimes You might find you get what you I love this version of it from the album. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's great. Yeah, it is. It's just, the album Let It Bleed. It's 50 years old today. And the, their original plan was, they, they were, Mick and Keith were talking about getting a, a, a gospel choir somewhere from the South here in America. And they were kind of joking around, how great would it be if we had a black gospel choir do the course of this? And their producer at the time, Jimmy Miller, said, well, we probably can't do that, but we can get the uh, London Bach Choir yeah. to come in. And they brought 60 members into the London Bach Choir to do the chorus. And then they realized what the album was about, and they said, wait a minute, don't put our name on this. <laughs> yeah. Don't give us credit yeah. for this. That's right. Retirement in brief, the latest news and research. Lifetime income is one of the hottest topics in the retirement industry at the moment. As it becomes clearer that the wave of baby boomer retirees has done well with the accumulation of 
assets but could use little help on the drawdown. That's our selling point. That's what we talk about. You've done a good job building. This is why you need to talk to Dupree Financial Group about managing your retirement assets because most firms out there are great telling you about growth. Mm -hmm. They don't ever give you a solution for how you're going to deal with the income. And, and people are confused as you're and they they did a study people are confused they don't they don't know what they don't know right. so they they did a study um, uh, on how much can you take from your portfolio and not outlive your money right um, the average that people said was 10.1 percent so that's assuming you're assuming if I have a hundred thousand dollars in savings I can take ten thousand one hundred dollars a year and be okay right and not spend down my principal. that's that's what the None. belief is and if you break it out 52 percent of the the respondents said they could take over 10 percent so i mean 25 percent believe they could take 15 to 20 are you kidding me um so people don't know because they haven't been educated you know the if you're in a 401k plan the only thing that's been told to you is how to grow, how to put back, right. and you know, just put the stuff in there. There's no education on the on the withdrawals. Yeah, um, that's what we're trying to teach people. You know, how to do it in a responsible way, and keep your principal not not put it in an annuity. Have your principal go away. Keep your principal to pass on to heirs to have if you need it for you know uh, health care expenses whatever it is right um, and how to consistently draw down an income stream from it yes um, the other interesting thing um, poor millennials we get such a bad rap yeah <laughs> these days uh, uh, but the percentage of income that uh, different age groups are actually saving right now millennials which are ages 18 to 37 um, they're saving on average 15.6 percent of their uh, income uh, generation X which is 38 to 50 year olds saving 16.1 so they're about about even right um, and then they furthered that and they said if you were educated and people explained to you on saving more on, on the educate on the the investing part of it, yep. would you be willing to save more? Right. Millennials, ninety seven percent of them said yes. Yeah. Um, Generation X, ninety percent. Baby Boomers, eighty percent. Right. So, I'm just giving a little shout out to you know the millennials yeah. out there. Um, Absolutely. Put back as much as you can early on. Um, live life, but yeah. put back and save what you can. That's great. I mean, it's it, it. It's you look at um, you know the the people that are in retirement, and millennials and Gen Gen X to millennials, you need to have the education because you're. The economy, the market's preparing for one of the biggest wealth shifts in history. You know, Fifteen trillion dollars. Yeah, I mean, as as the older generation passes away and you start inheriting money from that, you have to be aware of how money works. Yeah, you know how to use it, it for your situation. Um, so, I mean, come in see us. I mean, we don't yeah. we don't care how old you are, where, where you stand right now, let us talk to you um, and educate you. And we believe that our approach to investing for retirement is the financially sound way to do it that will ensure or, let's say, give you greater confidence in the longevity of your income stream. Mm-hmm. That is investing so that your income is produced by dividends, not by growth. Right, right. And, uh, you know, we can show you why that makes sense. And the, um, the other thing that a lot of people we talk to, they've, they've never had 
a personal advisor. You know, they have had just a, you know, 800 number um, that they talk to somebody maybe occasionally, um, but we want to educate. Guide and empower. Educate, guide, and empower. That's that's what we're all about. You can uh, call us at 859-233-0400, set an appointment and come in, meet with us. We'll go over your situation. We also do reviews with you on a regular basis. Call us now. You can leave a message. Uh, you can send an email to info at deprefinancial.com. Send a, uh, leave a message at 859-233-0400. And if you're just starting out, wanting, you know, if you're young, wanting to start a Roth IRA or something yeah. like that, you know, end of year, um, you know, if you haven't made your Roth contributions or uh, IRA contributions, right. you know, you want to get those done too. Yeah. that You have it till April, but still. Right. It's a good thing to go ahead and get your money invested now. Um, and, um, you know, do it as a Christmas present for yourself. Uh, yeah. Give yourself. And people who have uh, retirement plans that you're not sure of how you're going to take income from it, you can also benefit from sitting down with us going over these things and and um and the key is it's it's never a hard sell with us right uh we show you the data we show you the the information and you make the decision right um but it's it's not a hard sell we're just we're there to educate and we think you know we know that people are able to make the hardest sell you get is going to be on this radio program (laughs) sitting across from you we don't push Thanks for listening today. Um, have a great weekend. Don't forget about the the no lie December market at the bus station on the corner of Loudon and uh, Limestone. Have a great weekend. God bless you. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show News Radio six thirty W.